Welcome in to the Invest Well Show with Michael Wall. And as always, we are joined with Mr. Cook. Hello. Mr. Randy Cook in studio talking about some things to help you with your investments. And today, we want to talk about the idea of changing your investments for the new economy. I don't know if you've noticed, a little news flash, but things are a little different today than they used to be 20 years ago. <laughs> Did you notice that, Randy? I have noticed that. Uh, you can't can't do the same thing all the time, every all your entire life, can you? You can't. And, you know, a lot of times, unfortunately, I see a lot of mistakes, quite honestly, big red flags um, when, when families are coming in. In fact, we just had a, a family come in uh, just recently that, that they're um, in the process of, uh, we did a second opinion, we dove deep, the money's moving over. And I just kind of wanted to share some of these things because, boy, listen, as you're out there with your investments, there's some big things that can mess you up long term if you don't make some changes along the way and change the way you do things and navigate markets differently than you did 20 years ago, five years ago, even three years ago. I mean, we live in a completely different society uh, than we did before. And as always, we got to give a little bit of a, a shout out to a wall companies, wall private wealth, wall wealth management and wall Lehman, which is uh uh, the sponsors of this show, and, and if you may not have known, those companies have been helping families with their wealth for 18 years throughout the country. So you can go to leanonthewall.com to learn more about that. But we wanted to use a little bit of sweetness <laughs> to dive in. Yes. I know, Randy, you like sweets. You're like a, a sweet junkie. You're I have a bit of a chocolate sweet junkie. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely true. So I'm going to ask you a very deep financial question here, Michael. All okay, right. you ready? Right, tell me. How do you feel about Hershey bars? I like Hershey bars. You Me know, I, I used to go to uh, Hershey's Chocolate Factory yes. back up in uh, up in Lancaster area in Hershey's, mm -hmm. actually, to be specific, because that's why the town's called Hershey. Right. <laughs> and, and my sister still lives near there. I'm from Pennsylvania originally. We loved it. You know, we'd sit. You'd sit in the little. You'd sit in the little ride, and you ride through, and it's like you're riding in chocolate, and you see them making their thing and all that stuff. If you've ever been there, uh, by the way, if you've ever been there, I'd love to hear your favorite spot and favorite thing about Hershey Park, whatever, reach out to us at Michael D. Wall and share that. But yeah, no, I, I like Hershey's. I think it's a good company. I love the story too, by the way, because I, I, you know, yeah. the reality of it is this is just a, a neat deal. But the gentleman that started Hershey's, Milton Hershey, he was not a young person when he started Hershey's. Mm -hmm. He was older. I mean, he was, he was well into his years and, and here he is, you know, the company's been 125 years right. old and going, 18,000 employees. And, you know, it's just amazing, um, amazing the story. The guy was super innovative. And that in and of itself is a tale that you have to do things differently because, you know, he, he wanted to make candy and wanted to do his thing at 14, but it took a long time until he really got there. And then, you know, Hershey's was started years later. So, well, I got a story about Hershey's chocolate here today. And you were talking at the beginning about change. And I love this story. So, you, as you mentioned, Hershey's has been around for about 125 years. And mm -hmm. they've been making those Hershey's chocolate bars pretty much the same way for that entire time. There's a few different flavors that they've added in there. But the one thing that has stayed the same is when you open up the wrapper on a Hershey bar, you see those little rectangles. And in those rectangles is the iconic Hershey's logo. Uh huh. Well, this summer, for the very first time in 125 years of Hershey's chocolate bar history, they're going to change that icon. Instead of the Hershey's logo, they're going to put 
emojis in there. Wow. Okay, so you're going to have the fist bump and you're going to have the thumbs up and the, <laughs> and the smiley face and all the different things like that. How are they going to do the cry one with the tears coming down? That's they've be got that one. one in there too. So, do they? Yeah. So what they hope they said is, is that you'll share your Hershey's little icon there and it'll add to conversation and it'll make Hershey's a, a, a little part of your lunchtime conversation, which is so interesting to me because here they've been doing something the very same way for 125 years and they finally broke the mold they finally said let's mix it up let's change it so i think that's as you were saying that's a healthy thing it is a healthy thing well you know again i i think the big thing and we see this all the time in portfolios and and i good for them good for hershey's by the way i think it's going to be a great thing I think they're going to get a lot of market share from it. I mean, you're going to see people probably taking pictures, selfies, and all kind of stuff, yeah. which sounds crazy, you know, back 10 years ago, even 15 years ago. But, you know, the, the power of social media, the power of someone saying, this is what I love, and then sharing it is massive. And when you look at investments, you know, one of the things uh, as far as changing things up, we see a lot of times, Randy, is, you know, in, investors in, in, or families with wealth, they're in a place where... They may think they're getting all that's available, but they're kind of used to a retail style of investments. And by that, I mean, you know, they're with a larger firm, you know, whether it's the Wells or the Merrills or the Raymonds or the Eds or the, you know, whoever it is. And not that they're good or bad, but that's what they're doing. And they're literally in a place where, you know, they've kind of just done the set it and forget it. They're using stocks. They're using bonds. They're using mutual funds, maybe. And they're using the old philosophy of, well, you know, as you get older, you buy more bonds and you, you have less stocks and that's what you do. And that's the philosophy that's been around for a long time. But unfortunately, we live in a world today where there is much more opportunity and many more things that you can do with newer investments and newer structures. Just like if I'm traveling, as you're listening to this out there, if you're a business traveler, you'll know what I'm talking about. As I'm traveling today, Randy, I don't typically, even if I'm in a hotel somewhere and they have taxis right there in front. Mm -hmm. Hey, we got a taxi for you. Mm -hmm. My typical thought is, well, I'm just going to get on my phone and get an Uber. Yeah. And the reason is not necessarily because anything wrong with a taxi. No, I do like to use Ubers and I like, you know, to use the old Uber black and all that kind of thing myself. But to me, it's something where I can control the process, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I can click on Uber. I know when they're coming. I know when it's going to be there. I know what type of car they're driving. And it's just something that I've gotten accustomed to. So just going out and, and kind of hailing a taxi, as you will, is is different today. That has changed. And it's similarly like like Hershey's is changing up what they're doing with the chocolates. And with investments, it's the same thing. We have to be in a place where we say, okay, we got to think differently. You know, example, the, the family that came in, Randy, they were in a place where they were with a larger firm. And we have the ability, you know, as, as we utilize uh, the Clarify platform, and I'm actually the executive vice president of the high net worth division there and sit on the investment council for them as well. But we're in a place where we literally, as we use that platform, have the ability to use any custodian that, that we want to kind of out there today for the most part. And, you know, what that does is when we use them, we're using them on the institutional side. And I was golfing the other day with a gentleman. He actually works at Schwab and we use Schwab. But the difference is, is he uses Schwab on the retail side and we use Schwab on the institutional side. So some of the things that we actually offer and are available <laughs> are different, even though it's the same name, you know, it's just looking at things differently. So that I think is crucial when you look at your investments, you must say, where are we at today? You know, it's 2019, the old set it and forget it, Ron Papil toaster approach, where you just put your, 
you know, turkey in the oven like you like to do, Randy, and turn the knob <laughs> and watch the grease strip down. All the fat's coming off. I got to go to lunch. I'm getting hungry now. Set it and forget it. That was Ron's uh, approach. He sold a lot of toaster ovens with that. And that's unfortunately been, you know, been the process for many advisors and firms that are managing wealth and helping families with their wealth is we're just going to set it and forget it. We're in for the long haul. When really it's got to be proactive, we got to think differently, we got to come off market, we got to look at other strategies and structures on the table. So you got to think differently to create different results. All right. So while we're on the topic of Hershey's chocolate, and yep. because you're from Pennsylvania, I have yep. a, a couple of trivia questions for All you. All right. Here, give, okay? give, it, give it to me. So those little rectangles mm -hmm. on the Hershey bar, they mm -hmm. actually, when you Click them off, and you're going to share them with somebody. Those little rectangles have a name. Did you know what the name is? Okay, so wait a minute. The little rectangles on the Hershey bar. Right. Individual, they have a name. They, they call them something. Do you know what they're called? Uh, the little rectangles, I don't know what they're called. They're called a PIP. P-I-P. -P. Huh. I did not know that. All like right. Pippi Longstock. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Gladys Knight and the Pips. Right. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. How many Hershey bars do you think they sell every single year? Obviously, in the millions. How many do you think they sell every wow. year? Wow. Every year? Yep. One year. Uh, geez. I, I don't know. And, you know, the, my problem is, is I just Googled it and it's not fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> You're cheating. 250 million Hershey bars every wow. year. Wow. They produce 60 million chocolate kisses Woo. every day. Oh, my goodness. I love every those chocolate day. kisses. Every day. Okay. Yeah. Here's the one that I had no idea. You know, on a Hershey's chocolate kiss, the little flag that comes out the top? Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That also has a name. Huh. It's called a niggly wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> but here, this is kind of fun. You brought up the fact that uh, Mr. Hershey was not a young man when he started his yeah. company. But mm -hmm. it's been obviously a family business for an awfully long time. Mm -hmm. Right before World War II, yep. the, the son of, of one of the guys broke away and he started his own candy company, which turned mm -hmm. out to be the Mars Mm -hmm. candy company and that is of course a big rival to Hershey's but because of rationing in the in during World War II there was not enough chocolate to go around so M&M's which was Mars's you know landmark piece of candy yep. had to go to Hershey's to get their chocolate to be made and that wow. lasted until about the year 1948 and then there was the big split between the two so kind of mm -hmm. interesting there anyway that's very cool no that's 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 very you know what that does i mean just when i think about that in life in general um is you know being in a place where we got to be open-minded and sometimes we know we need some other people's help right yeah. so you can find yourself in the investment space and i think that's one of the things i'm kind of getting get into it into a little side note here but i think that's one of the things that i love about how our structure is set up at least at our firms multiple companies we can do kind of almost anything that exists out there we've set it up that way really so that way we do not ever end up we kind of protect ourselves randy from ending up having a um a biased opinion mm -hmm. you know it's kind of okay this is the way we've always done it this is the way we're always going to do it and this is the way we always should do it and unfortunately, we see in a lot of portfolios, I mean, you can list 20 of the top big names out there of large companies, investment companies that exist out there today. And you could literally be in a place where you could sit down and look at, you know, 20 of those portfolios 
And seven out of 10 times, most of those portfolios, even though they're at different companies, bigger names, are going to be pretty much the same Mm -hmm. as far as stocks, bonds, ETFs, fixed income, et cetera. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so the reality of it, and everybody's kind of using the same stuff, right? If these stocks are hot, we're going to use that. If this is a, so, the reality of it is, is that's why we've set things up that way. You have to look at your investments that way. Are we just doing what we've always done, or are we going to do things differently? Because the only way to get different results is to do different things. And by the way, I, I want to challenge you. A great video that we did in your process. If you're like, you know, what, I need to do something differently, but I'm not sure what and how. Go to leanonthewall.com. There's a video that I did there. Uh, actually, it's right on the homepage. And I know, Randy, you watch it every night before you go to bed, so that's helpful. <laughs> it is uh, called Avoiding Financial Amnesia. No, that's not what it's called, Randy. I'm kidding. See, I was just want to see if you're paying attention. It's Avoiding Financial Salesman. Yes, the Avoiding Financial Amnesia is a chapter in my book, so you didn't even <laughs> remark. So There's a lesson video... happening right here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The video is putting you to sleep. So Avoiding Financial Salesman is the video. And uh, what it does is it gets down through just a different categories of financial people and you know what to look for as you're going out there and things there's a lot of forbes articles out there if you search my name michael wall and forbes just search michael wall space forbes you'll come up with multiple articles that we've written as well uh, one that's recently out there is how to protect your portfolio from the next upcoming crash so that's a great one also and of course at any time if you got any additional questions about things reach out to us but randy i think education is important it's the foundation of making better decisions, really applied education, right? Don't get stuck in a rut. And if you are seeing that your money is in the same place as your neighbor and your best friend, that should be a red flag. Go out there and find that there might be another way. That's exactly right. Well, thanks for tuning in to the Invest Well Show. That's a wrap for today. We will catch you next time as you're out there living on purpose so you can live with purpose and let's all change the world together. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk soon. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of Wall Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please call 888-511-9255. Wall Private Wealth is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall. NPN Insurance License Number 7330010.